Welcome to the Rise and Shine podcast series with Diane McKendrick, where we discuss filling your cup, embracing financial abundance, and designing the life of your dreams. Hello, hello, and welcome. My name is Diane McKendrick, and this is episode number 78 of the Rise and Shine podcast series. So today, the topic is all about time management. Over the next 20 or 30 minutes together, I am going to give you some codes, some frequencies, some transmissions to really help you alter your sense of time. Now, I need to remind you before we get started that this is your time. It is your time to shine. There's so much chaos going out on out there in the world and we need to bring it internally so we can start to really marinate in this new way, in this new world, in this new uh, opportunities of growth and surrender and deep structure so we can build the life of our dreams, the business of our dreams, the body of our dreams, whatever you want, anything that you want or you desire in your life can be yours. It is simply waiting for you to reach out and ask for it, reach out and receive it, to do the internal work and change your vibrational energy, your vibration of your body, of your mind, of your thoughts, of your feelings. So that thing will then present its to, present itself to you. Now, a way that we can do that, change our vibrational state is simply by changing the way that we interpret and look and understand and relate to time. So join us as I take you through these, these ideas, these processes, these codes to become a time bender. So you can then become the custodian of your own time, the gatekeeper of your own time. So you feel like you are managing it, you are flowing with it instead of pushing against it or fighting against it, which is what a lot of people do with our time. You'll hear them say things like, oh, I don't have time for that, or there's never enough time or time flies, and all this dialogue that we use around time creates our reality around time. So over the next little time together that we get to have together, we're going to start to just gently start to shift and change those things so you can get something different in your life. So how do you interpret time? What's your relationship to time? And what do you actually want out of life? There are a few questions that you can start with. So get your journal and your pen out. If you're walking, just mull over this. If you're driving, have a think about it. And uh, then when you have a little bit more time, sit down and go through these processes and answer these questions. So how do you interpret? What is time to you? So what is time to you? What's your relationship to time? And what do you want out of life? So I'm going to share my personal top tips on how I personally relate and manage time uh, and even more profoundly how I alter my state or my representation to get more of it and to do what I want to do, be what I want to be and have all the things that I desire in my life. So as anything, this is an ongoing journey and I have done a lot of uh, research. I have done a lot of embodiment. I have done a lot of uh, exploration 
around time because I always want to make sure that I have a really good relationship to it. Um, So simply by listening to this podcast, my intention is that your life will start to change before doing a simple thing. So the time that you're investing into this podcast is going to be well worth it because it's not one of those things where you've got to go out and do more and fill your time with stuff. It's simply just going into the mind, into the energetic field and shifting and changing and raising the vibration, creating a different awareness, creating a different relationship so you can get something different in your life. So please remember that. Please note that and please receive that. Deeply receive this opportunity to have more of the things that you desire in your life without doing anything extra, without filling up your get-to-do list, without feeling like you're booked from the, the moment you wake up in the morning until Uh, the moment you go to bed at night, just feeling so exhausted, feeling so rushed, feeling so overwhelmed and racing around doing everything for everybody. And then, yeah, just waking up feeling exhausted yourself. Now, I know that because that's the way that I used to be. And perhaps some of you listening to this podcast are in that sort of uh, pattern right now. So let's get really clear about your starting point. Where are you now? What is your interpretation of time? How are you using your time? What's your relationship with time? So just go through and take a moment to get that starting point by answering those questions. Next thing that we want to do is I want to share with you some of the myths around time or some of the the things that I've learned recently about time. One of the biggest things I I believe would be that time is man-made. Time is an illusion and time does not actually exist. So let me say that again, time is man-made, time is an illusion, and time doesn't really exist. And when I learned that, it was a bit of a mind bend for me. I was like, well, what do you mean? Like I've lived my whole life on the clock. I wake up at a certain time. I eat at a certain time. And so to really grasp this concept, I had to do a bit of that, like going in deep into my mind and asking those questions, well, what else is possible? This is the way I've learned. This is the way that I've been conditioned. And in an element, time is set by man to control things, to create some sort of structure in our life, to create this, uh, I guess it is an illusion, illusion of a container to keep us all um, following the rules, to keep us all contained in a sense. So my belief now is time is an illusion. It's not even really real. Like what actually is it? If you had to write down an explanation for it, what is time? So that's one main point. The next thing um, that I wanted to discuss with you is that you create your own time. You can create time. You can bend time. You can change time. And this concept was uh, (laughs) explained to me or uh, experienced by me actually after I listened to a book. And they were saying, you're in, you, you are in charge of your own time. It's a representation. It's an idea. It's an altered state. And I was listening to this book and the, uh, the example that they used was you, you're driving to an appointment and the appointment starts at 10 a.m. You know in your mind that logically it takes 30 minutes to get to the appointment. You leave your house with only 20 minutes to get there. And so your brain is saying there is no possible way I can get to that appointment by 10 a.m. I've only left myself 20 minutes and (laughs) it takes 30 minutes to get there. 
And the example that they used was they got in the car, they did this process and they altered the sense of time in their mind. And that, and on the way there, not only did they only allow themselves 20 minutes, which was 10 minutes short of what it took usually to get there, but they ran into traffic on the way. So once again, the brain is saying there is no possible way I'm going to be late. So you're creating that ultimately by saying those words and having that belief that will then become your reality. So they thought, they taught us a few tips and all these sort of tips I go through in my VIP package and my Ascension package at the retreats. I take them through these practices, these processes, these tips, whatever you want to call them, to bend time in the moment, to change and alter your state so that you can, I think bending time is the best way to explain it. I don't really know how else to say it. And so I heard this and, I was, and, and my brain, because of the way I'd been conditioned and taught, was like, well, that's impossible. That's not going to happen. You know, my curiosity gets the better of me. And so the next time I'm going to an appointment or next time I'm going somewhere, I started to use some of the practices that they taught me. And oh my gosh, on many occasions now, more than just once or twice, like lucky strike, I have experienced exactly that, allowed myself enough time, been held up by the kids, run into traffic, but I have still managed to make it on time or what they say is on time or even earlier. So I invite you to start to look at it that way and start to visualize it that way and that you are the gatekeeper to your own time. You get to choose it. You get to alter it. You get to change it. It's this multidimensional, I don't even know what the word is, opportunity to creatively express and be expressive and creative and, and be an artist of your own life by changing your relationship and your interpretation of time. Now, the other thing that I learned about time uh, or have been reminded about time is a lot of people say the words that they want to save time. Have you ever heard yourself say, oh, I want, I'm going to do this to save time? Well, you can't actually save time. You can only spend it. So then you've got a decision. You can spend time. You can invest time. You can't actually save it. Everybody's got the same amount of space uh, in, in a 24-hour period, like waking up, going to bed, doing your thing. And so you can't save that time. You can't save the time. You may be able to be more productive. You may be able to get more done, but you can't actually save the time because it's limitless and spaceless. You can't save it. You can only spend it. So have a little think about that concept. And obviously all these concepts I'm sharing with you, they're top of the cherry, top of the cake. And there's so many layers to it, layer after layer and depth after depth and after depth. So as you're listening to this, if you're coming up with a few little ideas or understandings or reclamations, just go deeper and deeper and deeper because depending on where you are in your journey is going to depend on your understanding of this topic. So I always love to hear back from you. So please feel free to slick me a quick email and get on my socials uh, and send me your interpretation uh, of the podcast, of the topic. And I just really love to hear other people's ideas and learnings. So yeah, definitely feel free to do that as well. So a question I ask myself a lot is how can I spend it more efficiently? And so in order to do that, I feel like it's really super important to know your thing. Know your legacy. The podcast one or two up, it's number 77. The one before this is called Find Your Thing. And ultimately, that's what I help women and men all around the, the world to do. Now, in relation to time management, into time bending, into making the most of your time, 
you need to know your thing because whatever action, behavior, thought process that you are having in this specific moment, if it is not in and around your values or the thing that lights you up, switches you on, turns you on, juices you up, it seems like a waste. So we need to get super clear on finding your thing. So when you're making choices with your time, where you're going to spend it, where you're going to allocate it, what you're going to do with it, how you're going to play with it, how you're going to relate to it. If it's with something that doesn't turn you on, if it's with something that doesn't juice you up and really make you feel excited about life, then it's going to be more of a challenge. So the first thing here, go back and listen to the podcast above, find your thing. You've also got uh, a lot of you have got access to the monthly mastermind that I run. And there's a whole module in there about finding your thing. It's called the sole purpose process. It's a pretty chunky process, but it takes you through. And this is how I found mine. And now I've helped hundreds of women, possibly even thousands of women all over the world find their thing, your sole purpose, what you are on this earth for. So then when you are planning your time, when you are managing your time, when you are relating with your time, you can... Fill it with the things that really light you up. Now, that is a game changer. So go find your thing if you haven't yet. There's so many different ways that you can work with me. Obviously, we've got the mastermind. We've got the retreats. I've got two books now, two best-selling books. We've got the jewelry line. We've got the podcast. My sister, Michelle Ann, also have a podcast. So yeah, just go onto our website, www.those2sisters, it's the number two, .com, and just have a look there at what you're ready for. If the podcast is enough for you, great. We are launching a second edition, a season number two, and we'll do that in the new year. Uh, And that's going to be a lot of different content going deeper, 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 deeper. So, so many ways to work with us and help find your thing. That is very important. So let's go ahead and do that together because it's always more fun together. So you will find once you've found your thing, your sole purpose, you can start to design your time and design uh, and build around your thing. Once again, very, very, very powerful and very fulfilling way to live life. So the second, what I'm going to go through now is, because I want to keep this podcast quite potent and powerful, punchy and keep it super short for you guys Um, because I'm valuing all of your time, is I want to share seven of my top tips around time. So the first top tip for me is literally a starting point. Again, as I said before, you need to know what you are currently doing with your time. So I would recommend doing a time study. So a time study for me would look like I'm doing it this week with uh, several of my high-end clients is I have a table I have two screens. I sit at two computer screens. One of those screens for the whole week will have a spreadsheet on it. And every 15 minutes I log from the moment I wake up in the morning to the moment I go to bed at night, I log what I do in that 15 minutes. Now, this is a surefire way to show you if you are being in alignment with living your purpose and Uh, creating and designing your time around your thing, what really lights you up. Even someone like me who is quite devoted and dedicated and focused and disciplined, I do this audit once a year. I used to just do it by myself, but now I've extended it out to our extended family of all the high-end clients. And the feedback I get personally from myself and from my clients is absolutely mind-blowing. 
even if you feel like you're super efficient, this just shows you where the gaps are and helps you create even more powerful content, even more depth in your life, even deeper relationships. So I really recommend anybody to get on and do a time order, either create your own um, or have a chat to me about how you can work with us in doing the time order and we'll do it once a year. And once again, we get to do it together because it's way more fun together. So tip number two is visualize. So every morning, particularly if you've worked with me before, if you've been listening to these podcasts, I do a morning practice. I used to call it a morning ritual or a morning routine, but it, I, it's more body-based now. So I just allocate that time and I really feel into what my body is desiring in that moment, in that day. So most mornings I will visualize my time rolling out through the day and things being the things that I'm choosing to do and fill my time with and spend my time on, four things I will choose and I will visualize. The first one is ease. An abundant life for me has these four pillars and I've, I've remembered this recently. So ease is the first one. So I'll visualize all the things that I get to do, all the people that I get to hang out with, all the content I'm creating, all the conversations I'm having, everything with this sense of ease. The next thing I visualize is this feeling of spaciousness. So previous to doing this work and even right up to quite recently, I felt very overwhelmed and urgent a lot of the time. Guys, literally in less than two years, my business boomed to nearly a million dollars, getting close to the million dollar mark. I wrote two books, which are bestseller. I launched a jewelry line. I launched a podcast. My husband lost his job as an international airline pilot. I've got two little kids. <laughs> I created uh, two editions of the Pixie Deck cards, so affirmation cards. And yeah, ultimately started this business from the ground up in two years. So I was, I was running on this uh, quite urgent vibration, this quite overwhelming, this, this yeah, urgent and overwhelm, urgency. Everything had this urgent, urgent undercurrent or urgent undertone. And when I sat down, I had to make the most of every single minute. And that was an energy leak for me. I'm very grateful it got me up to where I am today, which means I do have a lot of ease and spaciousness in my life, but it's something that I've got to keep bringing myself back to and holding myself accountable to. So when you sit down and do your visualization, because this is tip number two, we want to visualize it with a lot of ease. The second thing we want to do is get rid of the urgency, get rid of the overwhelm and really um, cultivate this sense of spaciousness. Now, as I was going through this process and I invited ease into my life and I invited spaciousness into my life, the next thing that came through for me was, okay, I've got all this space and I feel like, <laughs> I feel like all this space means I was getting nothing done because I was floaty and flowing and marinating in the love of things. And then I would look at uh, the reality of what had been created or followed up. And I was like, oh, probably needs to be a little bit of structure to this space. So as I'm doing my visualization, I visualize the space with the structure. And that is so extremely powerful. And then what I noticed, funnily enough, this weekend, the next pillar that landed for me was I was heading off to my friend's birthday festival, the festival of the Meg O. It was amazing. Four days of just being like in the 
uh, mountains in the Gold Coast hinterland. There was just live music. We got to dance. I got there because I had other things on, but I got there at like three o'clock Saturday afternoon, I think it was, and I danced until I went to bed, uh, put my own tent up and camped in out in the out back in the in the beautiful rainforest and just camped out there. I just danced and I danced and I danced and I danced. Now I'd been pretty full on with my time and my commitments right up until I landed there at, at the farm that we had this beautiful festival at. And I had some launches going on. I had the Black Friday sale going on. I had the Christmas party the night before. I had another event the next day. Like I had a lot on and I had a lot of people asking me questions and people I had to get back to and follow up things that I had to do. But the moment that I landed at the farm, it was like, okay, I've got the ease. I've got the spacious. I've got all the structures set in place. What I really need to do right now is surrender, fully surrender that to the moment, to the moment, put my phone away and just be present with the people, present with the dancing, present with the nature. And so that's how I came up with these four pillars. So every single morning I visualize ease, my day rolling out with ease, spaciousness, structure, and surrender. And I feel like they're all different shades of the same thing. And I could flow in and out of them, but with the, the devotion to it, the commitment, the understanding, the awareness, your day, your time will flow a lot easier. Sometimes the visualization for me often actually, and even this morning is a river. So you would have heard of me speak before about the riverbanks being the masculine energy, the water down the middle being the feminine energy. And I imagine the spaciousness, the structure, the surrender, the ease at different meditations with water. Once again, you can access those, those two sisters, time to shine. Uh, no, what is it? Those two sisters on Spotify meditations, those two sisters meditations, you can get them for free over there. Okay. So the other thing, seven tips around time management and flowing and bending your time is to prioritize. So once again, this takes you back to finding your thing. What is your thing? What's the most important thing that you can do right now in order to live your sole purpose. What's the most important thing? If you're running a business, we sit down at our desk. So many of you, so many of you, myself included, business people sit down and we get on the back end of this and we organize that and we fix our calendar and we spend time over here and we spend and we're feeling very efficient and we're ticking shit off the to-do list, but we haven't prioritized it. And most of you, I can tell you right now, are not prioritizing sales or prioritizing what you need to do to receive for your genius, to receive for your greatness, to receive for your content that you're putting out there, to receive, receive, receive. And most of the time for women in business, this means income. We are not receiving income because somewhere along the line, we've been told it's not spiritual, it's not sacred to receive income for this beautiful spiritual work that we get to do. I call BS. <laughs> it's an exchange. You're creating amazing things in the world. Even if you don't even think they're amazing, they are still amazing. You're birthing these ideas. You're living in creative expression. You're changing the world. And we need to prioritize that. Whether it's just sitting down and creating, we call it all different. We run an Ascension Circle up at Cairns once a year for all of the exclusive business women. And like it's sales, but we call it sacred sales because it's the new way. It's not the old way of push, hustle and grind. You create your sales script. You create your sales process, your sales journey, but it's sacred and it's in alignment to you and your values and what feels good to you and what feels right to you. I know what feels good and right to me, but that might make you cringe and vice versa. 
So we go through and we take you through this process that helps pull out what feels good to you so you can prioritize receiving income in your business. Once again, you can visualize it. So this is another thing that you can do in your time management to make it flow and bend time. I had to change out of this paradigm from earning you know, weekly, getting a weekly wage to now I've uh, expanded it to monthly. I may not earn or create or call in any income all month, apart from little bits and pieces here with the merchandise. And then in one day, if I've got a workshop, it could be anywhere from like 10 to 75 to hundred grand in one day. Now that getting gets, that takes, that actually takes a bit of getting used to. And this is when the surrender comes in and the multidimensional nature of numbers. We're not going to talk about that. This podcast will save that for another one. So you need to prioritize. And I think uh, as a point there, a lot of you can start to prioritize your receiving and your income. Sit down at your desk and say, what is the most income producing job I can do right now? And then spend your time, invest your time in that. Uh, I have another whole processes. I'm probably not going to have time to go through it today but it's uh, prioritized into order, particularly in business of, of what's most important. I'll just give you the, let's have a look. Uh, actually, I'm going to go through that another time. It's going to be too much information. Okay, tip number four is your calendar. You need some sort of container or calendar for your time so you've got some clarity around it. And then a devotion to setting that up again the way that it feels good to you, not the way the business coach tells you, not the way that I tell you. You can definitely start there, but then you've got to go in, filter it through your own body and see what feels good to you. So setting up that calendar in a way that feels good to you, once again, that is pivoting around your thing, what's important to you, what turns you on and what lights you up. Okay, number five is know your value. Really quick example here is, and some of you would have heard this before, I used to spend time cleaning my house because my thought process was, oh, I can't afford $25 an hour to pay somebody else to do it. I'll save that money. All right. At that point, I was thinking that I my regular income was about $500 an hour. So let's just say I was cleaning my house and it took two hours. It would cost me $50 to pay somebody else or if I did it myself, ultimately I could have been creating, calling in $500 an hour. So it was costing me $400 minus $50. So the $500, actually it was costing me $1,000, two hours of my time, $1,000. costing me $1,000 to clean my house. Whereas I could have delegated that to someone whose thing is cleaning houses. Because the other thing there was like, I didn't enjoy it. Uh, actually, I despised it. <laughs> So it was an energy leak. I was foul. I was feral. I was disorganized. I was tired. I was exhausted. Plus it was costing me a thousand dollars. Do you think the moment I understood that I went out and sourced somebody else to do it for me? So know your value and you may not be at a $500 an hour yet, but you got to start making decisions from that place. So a lot of you are going to find, and then the next thing that happened, uh, or maybe this was even before, is that transition period. You've got to start thinking with the $500 an hour brain. What would she do? Or for me, now it's nearly triple that, quadruple that. I've got to start thinking that. And then, you know, a million dollars a year is about $3,000 a day. 
So, well, how much is that an hour and how many hours do I want to work? And then we get to play with that and explore that and move all that around and see what that looks like and see what that feels like. So you got to go to that self and then start making decisions from there before you're ready. And that's what this podcast is about, is just helping start to like elicit and pinpoint and uh, mold things around and change things around so you can start to think and feel differently about your time and therefore your life. So know your value. Step number five, know your value and delegate. Okay, number six, and we're going to finish it off here, is learn how to say no. Learn how to say no. So many of us say yes when we mean no, but even at a deeper level than that, at a subconscious level, we're saying yes because that's what we've learned in the past. When you do this time audit, when you get really clear on your thing, you have a process whenever you say yes or no to anything that I take you through and it becomes second nature in your mind. Does it tick this box, this box, this box, and this box? And if not, and you get to create those boxes, not me, once again, it's got to filter through your body. It's got to feel good for you. I just help you pull it out, press those buttons, unlock the thing, and then you get to choose. And it will happen very quickly, like the click of a fingers. And then you'll be able to say yes or no, depending on what is your thing. Is it in alignment with that? And delegating your time and like all the things around saying yes and no, which is actually another really big topic, probably enough for another podcast. So we've been here now for, I think, just a little over 20 minutes, maybe even nearly 30 minutes. I am going to log off. I I genuinely hope that's been helpful to somebody. Please let me know. Send me a personal message on Facebook or Instagram. Um, Keep an eye out this week in your inbox because you'll all receive a newsletter. If you don't have, if you're not signed up for our newsletter yet, pop over to our website, www.those2, the number two, those two sisters. Dot com. You can sign up for the newsletter. You'll be able to see all our events. You'll be able to see all the merchandise up there, the books, the jewelry, the shirts, the retreats, anything, all, anything and everything over there on the website. So pop over there. I am going to love you and leave you and jump on my next call. Thank you for joining me and I'll see you again, same time, same place next week. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I would like to personally invite you to my next workshop, The Six Steps to Soul Success. It's four hours with me where I personally take you through the six steps that I have taken to build the life and the business of my dreams. We hold them online and offline and all you need to do is send me a personal message on Facebook or Instagram. And if you take action now, I will honor that with a free ticket. The online tickets are valued at $20 and the offline at $50. So if you take action, send me that message. I will ensure that my team secures you a free ticket to join us and start taking the first step to living the life of your dreams.